What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. Today we're breaking down UFC Vegas, I want to say 71, UFC Fight Night Yon versus Marab. It's going to be honestly one of the better main event fight nights we've had in a little while, so it should be a great one. And as always, go down, like, and subscribe, comment your picks for this card, and let's get into it. I'm Paul, pick a win, I'm Concha, and I'm joined with... You already know, man, and if you didn't know, I don't mind telling you again. That's your boy, Kev Waterboy Savoy, man, a.k.a. Mr. The People's Champ. <gasps> I'm wearing the wrong shirt. <laughs> All right, well, how we coming, man? Shit, man. You know, like I said, we got Jan versus Marab. We got Volkov versus Romanov. We got, honestly, what it was, a UFC fight night main event from a couple weeks ago. Freelaw versus Span is going to be on this card. And even our boy Sed Nurmagomedov is going to be on this card. against boy Sed pulling up? Sed's on the main card here. He's kind of a big favorite, but he's gonna go up against a, a, honestly a really great fighter in Martinez, who doesn't uh, who can. They're both strikes striking experts, so it should be a great little kickboxing expert. Uh, nice little fight. Nice. I didn't know my dog Sed was pulling up. I fuck with it. Yeah. So uh, let's get into it. Honestly, we can talk about that Sed fight first. Sed is a minus two forty favorite over Jonathan Martinez. Jonathan Martinez is. Uh, coming off four straight wins in the UFC for Perez, Morales, Cub Swanson over his last fight. He three straight fights in 2022, three, three straight wins. He's a striker. Said is a miss martial artist. He does have to take down. He can submit you if he wanted to, but he does like to kickbox for people. He loves to throw the outside kicks, love to throw head kicks. So it should be a good striking back and forth. But Sed does have the takedown if he ha- if he need if he feels any type of resistance he he will sh- he will take you down if he has to. Nah, bro, you know that boy Sed is a fucking problem. Sed's the one that kicks like a motherfucker, doesn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It should be a great boxing kickboxing expedition. But if if he starts getting caught a little bit, don't be shocked if Sed shoots a takedown on him. I like it. I respect it. You know, I got my boy Sed in this. I'd love to see them the Mega Meadows do their thing. Yeah, and uh. Martinez seventeen and four versus seventeen and two. Said himself coming off four straight wins, three of them by finish of the four. So like he's on a hot streak himself. Three straight wins in US twenty twenty two as well. So like he this is a bantamweight fight to watch. Whoever wins this fight is gonna probably be set up for a nice little uh, run at bantamweight of like they're gonna set him up for a, a top tier opponent and then maybe a title shot next. Not title shot next, but his name. Whoever wins this fight, their names gonna be in the. Uh, contenderships soon. Then, we don't want to spend much time on this fight. We broke it down in the past. Nikolai Krylov versus Ryan Spann. I'm going to give him a pick again. I had Krylov. I take it because he's we see him fight Thiago Santos, Johnny Walker, some other great power strikers, and he shoots a lot of takedowns. He wrestles and then he controls you, and then on the stand-up, he does enough to uh, outstrike you. So I think as an all-around fighter, he's going to win this. But Ryan Spann, great BJJ. And great power. That's just two scary things about him. No, nah, Ryan Spann is strong as fuck. And he knows how to really put it at, put it on you. So I'm going to still take my pick of Ryan Spann. I mean, I feel like Freelove might feel like coming to mindset of I've survived it all. And I think Ryan Spann might, might come with a mindset of finally I get my hands on his ass. So I feel like this only would add fuel to the fire for these two guys. And I'd love to see this fight to be like a firefight. Like, motherfuckers is really putting people in their, in, their worst, in their worst condition. Well, then we get into the co-main event. We got heavyweight contenders here. 
Alexander Volkov versus Alexander Romanov. Volkov, as we know, we kind of noted him as the gatekeeper last year, and now everyone's calling him the gatekeeper of heavyweight. I mean, it's rightfully so. He is going to beat everyone who shouldn't be there, and he's going to lose the people who should probably be there. Great striker, six foot seven, great boxer, always uses his reach well. Alexander Romanov, takedown expert, submission expert, coming off a majority decision loss to Tibera, who is another BJJ artist. But Romanov before that was 16 straight fights, straight, 16 straight wins. We haven't seen him fight the highest of competition in the UFC, so I would love to see how he does against Volkov. But, I mean, this is Styles makes fights. You got a striker versus a BJJ expert and wrestling expert. That's fine. So, Volkov uh, has the reach, has the height, has the boxing. Can he keep it from the outside? Can he keep him off of him? Can he use his takedown defense? Well, he does have good of. Can he use all that to not let Volkov, uh, not Volkov, let Romanov get him down? I mean, I think Volkov's smart. He's a smart dude. I've only seen him fight wrestling. I've only seen him fight twice. He um, fought Tom Aspinall. He got motherfucking armbarred immediately. And then he fought, he fought on homie. And I, I felt, he fought on Rosa Strike. And I felt like the ref called to fight a little too early. So I haven't seen him take too much damage. And I think that's the thing. I might have to take Romanov on this one. Even though I like Volkov, I think he's a good guy. But I might take Romanov on this one because I've yet to see what that chin look like. I've yet to see what's crackling. We haven't seen nothing Romanov can do. But I don't know. I might take my dog Romanov. Who you got? MMA math would say to take Volkov here. Volkov got the Namus decision win over Tibera, whereas Romanov lost the majority decision win in his last fight against Tibera. But that's not why I'm picking Volkov. I'm picking Volkov because he has the reach. He has the uh, – He's the better, better striker. He can use the outside striking. And it kind of – we're kind of sitting on like, oh, he lost to Tom Aspinall. Tom Aspinall made it look easy to strike with him and take him down effortlessly. But Tom Aspinall is one and one I've seen Romanoff, who is a great takedown expert, able to get the submissions. He's great at that. He does have power. But I've also seen him go up against lesser competition, like Tibera, kind of struggle on the, uh, getting the takedowns. I've seen him struggle against Juan Espinero who another one wasn't a great fighter. And, like, yes, he can get submissions on anybody, but I think Volkov's experience is going to play a really – like, he's he's going to be able to not let it hit the mat and, like, be able to smart enough to get back to his feet using his – like, he's big. He, ha- he has, like, five inches on him in height, and he's the heavier fighter. Damn you, Paul. I felt so comfortable with my pick. Thinking, you know what? I'm going to go try a new dude. I'm going to see what he's talking about. I've seen Volkov get – I haven't seen Volkov look great. I guess I'm gonna go take Volkov's stink ass because that boy dude got the motherfucking everything on his ass. My this is what kills. I think he's gonna kill me every time I see a heavyweight fight. These are the dudes that are supposed to be John Jones. Yeah, well, Volkov. I don't think anyone's expecting it, but Romanov is one who's a, he's a prospect, sixteen and one. People are hoping he beats Volkov and it could beat someone else to get the title shot. And he's someone where if he does fight against John Jones, I can see everyone saying like. It's a Gilbert Burns versus Hamzat situation where will John Jones want to wrestle with someone who can submit him off the back? Oh, see, look, you know what? Motherfucking, I'm keeping my Romanoff pick. I knew he sounded he was a hitter. Yeah, that's, it, it's, that's why UFC is so fun. It's because every fight you can see a path to victory. If it, like, look at Grasso getting the win over Valentina. Like, no one expected that. But it's like, there is a way to beat these people. They're human. They train just like you and me. Like, it's, these are. These are individuals. These are not aliens. Not dead ass. 
And then our next fight is a great fight. Honestly, it could be a, a co-main event, main event for a pay-per-view. Uh, Peter Yan versus Mirab. This is at Bantamweight. Yan is a minus 260 favorite. Mirab's a plus 210 underdog here. I mean, Mirab, takedown expert, will, can fucking wrestle anybody, will hold you down. Him and Aljo are staple mates. They're best friends almost. Those are like two peas in a pod. Aljo's even said that he's looking to moving up because if Marab ends up getting a title shot soon, he doesn't want to fight his staple mate. He'll move up to the next division and go fight for a title there. So because he believes Marab is good enough to be a champion, so that's a like he's a plus two ten underdog here. But like man, he's been a fucking killer. And if Peter Yan, yeah, he lost to Sugar Shine. Yeah, he twenty twenty two was not the best for Peter Yan. Honestly, the worst year Peter Yan's fighting career ever was twenty twenty two, and maybe it's twenty twenty three season. Maybe it's time to right those wrongs. That's real as fuck, man. But nah, man, I don't know. I like I've been doing my research on Marab. I like him. I watched his fight against um, oh, I can't remember who his fight. Oh, Morales. Was it Jose Aldo? Was it Marlon Morales? I think it was Moraz, like M- John Dodson. I think it was like M- it wasn't Morales. I think it was Moraz. He was like the number six ranked fighter when he brought, when on Morab was eleven. He be he literally doubled the outlet. He said they think there was a point in time where they said he had like a hundred and something unanswered strikes or some crazy shit like that. Like he's was some he's an animal. He's a dog. He's a beast. But. Peter Young is that Wolverine, that motherfucking killer that killer that the motherfucker that really makes you scared to go to sleep at night. Like it's and it's funny because have you ever peeped his fan base on Twitter? No, what they what they be like? They say he's eleven and zero. They say he didn't lose. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen those tweets like, oh, he's fine. It's a title fight this weekend between Young and. I'd be like, what? So like, we did see him lose against Aldo. Aldo. I don't think he lost against um, Sugar Sean, but Sugar Sean isn't the one who motherfucking judges the fight, so he can't tell them not to pick him. I'll give it to, I'll give it to him, man. I got to give it to my dog, Yon. He's a Wolverine. I've always liked how he stays relentless with his striking. I feel like he's very calculated, and his gas tank is pretty nice. As long as he doesn't let Marab um, wrestle the fuck out of his ass, this is his fight to win. See, this is so this is probably so hard for me for to pick because like two years ago I would have said well we saw Yan against Aljo and Aljo couldn't get the wrestling on Yan and like I think Yan's gonna be able to do what he did against Aljo but then we saw the next fight and Aljo was definitely able to get the wrestling working and was able to get the back able to sit there. Marab's in the same camp, same trainers, wrestles with Aljo all the time. Another high class wrestler. And I haven't seen Jan fight against another high class wrestler. It's been some years since he's had. So, like, is that his weakness? Is that something that we just haven't been able to notice because he hasn't fought those high class wrestlers? I mean, Sugar Sean, what you say that Sugar Sean hit him with the meanest takedown. I want to say it was at the end of the last round. I want to say it was the duck under. He got the um, he got the inside tie, went under his elbow, and then took him down with momentum. I could be wrong though, but Sugar Sean. No, yeah, no, he definitely. It was it was end of a round, and we were saying they're like, damn, that round could go to Sugar after that. Cause that shit was crazy nice, so fast. So I mean, it looks like he's slowing down. Maybe when it comes to catching these takedowns, when it comes to wrestling, so that's a great point. Yeah, it's hard for me to really pick this one because it it says like Yon's a big favorite, 
But at plus 210, I think Marab's got a real shot because, like, we've seen Jan get wrestled for five rounds. We've seen him not be able to get up after someone takes his back, which Marab can definitely do. And I don't – his wrestling – I don't know who's better out of him and Aljo, who really has the better wrestling here. Like, they're both high-class wrestlers. And Marab can can bang with the best of them on the feet. So, like, I'm going to go Marab here just because I think the Jan's – maybe he had that crazy run and he may be, like – on it like he may be on his Jose Aldo where like you were the goat of that division for a while no one could beat you you were you were a terminator we will respect you and you will beat other non-top five guys but I think Marab is legit championship tier fighter so I think I think the Jose like I think Jan's gonna lose to this type of guy I think it's funny because Jan is Jan fought Jose Aldo so I was like hey, that is a great analogy so has I think Marab did also yeah Marab's last fight was a yeah. damn decision over Aldo yeah, I remember that. But that's um that was his last fight. Marabzia. Yeah. That was when Aldo we was live we 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 was live streaming for that. Uh probably. I think so. And that was the one where we was like, dang, like Jose Q was too busy playing doing defense. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, Jan does have a long day. Jan's <laughs> about to have a Jan's about to have a long day. Yeah, so it's a great fight. I wouldn't be shocked if Jan wins, but like I just think the odds are like this is a pick them to me. I just don't see it being minus two sixty plus two ten. I think it's more of like how Volkov versus Romanov is, where plus one thirty minus one fifty five. I think it's more like those odds. Yeah, I can respect it. Who? So you got Jan? Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, so, so you're rocking Jan. I'm rocking. So we're we're split on both fights. I got both under uh underdogs here. I got Volkov and Marab, and you got Jan and Romanov. And then you got Span and I got Nikolai. So we're split on everyone. You seen what happened with um with the favorites last week. I don't know, man. I don't see the law of averages coming in to mess anything up for me. We finna see. We finna see. But we got to get out of here. It's getting late. We got to get ready for this UFC fight night. Jan versus Marab at Las Vegas. It's not in the... It might be an apex. I don't think it's the apex because it's at the Virgin Hotels, and I don't believe that's the apex. But the tickets are on sale. I mean, this is a big card if it's not. An, I mean, this is a card where I wouldn't be shocked if it's not an apex because it this can sell some tickets. But we broke it down for everybody. This was UFC uh, Fight Night Yawn versus Marab, UFC Vegas 71. And this has been Totally Blitz Podcast. I'm Paul Picklewin of Concha. I was joined by the people's champ himself, Kev Waterboy, the street fight enthusiast, Savoy. And this has been Totally Blitz Podcast. And all you know, and now y'all know, motherfuckers. We've been on that rock star regiment, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been.